You're listening to the Pure Fury Creations Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm. The views and opinions expressed on this episode are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views, opinions, or philosophies of the PFC Entertainment Network or any of the affiliates that make this show possible. This show has also been rated M for mature audiences only. Welcome to a show that's as real as it gets. If you're looking for niceness, this is not it. Nope. <laughs> real topics, real conversation. Of course, you had to go open up a can of worms. <laughs> I did. And probably some real controversy. Or, like, I'm, I'm very blunt or whatever. It's only because, like, I really try to, like, say what's on my mind. It is, like, you kind of knew what was... If you know who I am and you know what kind of person I am, like, you knew it was coming. Jason Klaus? I mean, running on adrenaline, caffeine, and rage at this point. So let's roll. Amy Sheridan. Like, I have pains, I am old, and I have went through... This is The Real Podcast on the PFC Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm. You were trying to get me, weren't you? No. I, it, so, no, because when you started yeah. going down there, I would have, I would have stopped. <laughs> I would have cut that part out. But seeing as how we're recording and nothing, yeah. you know, incriminating was said. Welcome to the real <laughs> podcast here on the PFC Entertainment Network, powered by Anchor FM. Jason Klaus, she is Amy Sheridan, and um, <laughs> <laughs> good to see you. You know these uh, this new schedule. Um, Seems like forever in between re- recording sessions. It did. It did. Um, I I had had a couple, you know, ideas that I was tossing around. And in between, you know, the last time that we recorded, I had gotten a message from someone. Well, I'm just going to say someone. I got a message from, from Liz Deland, you know, one of our other, you know, guests that we've had on the show previously a couple of times. Um, she had suggested we do um, a, a topic, which, God damn, is it a good topic? I just, for some reason, like, I really don't want to do this topic without her. So um, I'm going to table what she said, and then I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to go back to what I did, and hopefully we can get her on the next show to talk about that. Um, how How are you? What, what's the last two weeks been like for you? The seventh ring of hell. <laughs> you poor thing. I'm so sorry. No, listen, I wake up every day. That's the first blessing of the day, right? And like Thanks. everything else, theoretically, it's cream cheese. Um, 
<laughs> I dig that. I focus, I tend to focus a lot of my energy, however that initially materializes, and I um, redirect it towards the network. And those who are paying attention to our presentation, our public presentation, are starting to see significant signs of the rebrand. The website's been changed. The YouTube channel's been changed. Um, we've added two new shows on, on our schedule since the last time. I know, a sidebar here. Yeah. I could just say that I feel like, since this schedule changed, like, I feel like it's been forever and, like, the PFC, you know, uh, Entertainment Network, like, had two babies. <laughs> While I was gone, like, I feel like I should be giving you baby shower gifts because these couple of new podcasts that we have, you know, that joined, joined our team is, they sound really cool and I cannot wait to listen. Yeah, it's, um, it's pretty remarkable when you consider like they brought the ideas to me, like I, I didn't go out and be like, Hey, you want to do a show, you know, right. um, but now it's gotten to a point to where five out of seven days out of the week, there is something brand new coming out of the PFC Entertainment Network um, on the podcast realm. Right. Um, so it's it's pretty cool. It's yeah. it keeps me busy, keeps me focused, keeps me from completely losing my shit in times <laughs> where I really feel like I'm about to really lose my shit. But be that as it may. Um, how's things with you? I got uh, the, well, before we get into that, I had the opportunity, the privilege, actually. Um, we got your husband, Tim, on the Turnbuckle Time Machine last weekend. And oh, um, yeah, he, he, did, that. he did a phenomenal job, as usual. And uh, he like did. He, he mentioned right. the. It was recorded and I watched it and it felt like I was watching one of those weird just beard and mustaches talk. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, honey, what ha what happened to your head? And he's like, I don't even know. Like, I swear I was in there. And he's like, and all of a sudden, <laughs> it's like, I watched this and it's like F of me. <laughs> now, I will say on the actual YouTube presentation like he does show you can see the majority of his face throughout the majority of the uh <laughs> the show there but uh, and i knew it was it's just the way he i don't know the way he had his phone or what whatever the case may be yeah i think it was i think it was like on my table and i think he was like leaning like this you know but like in just not realizing okay like your face takes up like like half of the frame instead of like 25% of the frame, you know, like a quarter of the frame. So, right. yeah, lesson learned, eh? <laughs> Betcha he never does this shit again. <laughs> oh, man. That's just sitting that close. So, I mean, other than that, I, yeah, I was, he, uh, he told me that and he told me that, you know, he had a lot of fun uh, recording that, you know, he digs WrestleManias. Apparently, you guys talked about like your favorite WrestleMania matches or like historic 
WrestleMania. Yeah, our our personal favorite matches from WrestleMania, three of them, you know, our top three matches. And it was a good conversation. We were also joined by Tim Williams and Ray Jackson. So wound, wound up being a good a, a good show there. And, good you know, he's, you know, Tim just brings another dynamic to it. It's a different one than everybody else, and I really dig it. And, like, he does a great job. And I just wanted you to... uh you know, be aware of that. So, that's anyway, awesome. I know I'm so proud of him, him and what? his mustache and beard. <laughs> <laughs> How's things um, with you? I know things, uh, especially in the last uh, last week or so, have been kind of kind of hectic for you. Am I right? It has. It has. Um, I I had to go to Chicago for work. I had to train um, a colleague and. It's like I if I if I sound monotone and tired, it's because I am so much <laughs> so tired. Um, I wasn't even I had every intention of recording this yesterday, like in the safety of my hotel room in Chicago. But today, I mean, as you see what we're getting in Michigan, like with all the snow and the weather, um, apparently Chicago has it like 10 times worse right now. So I wasn't even supposed to fly out until tonight. And it's just been, it, it's been crazy. They were trying to get me out of there so that I wouldn't be stuck there forever. So I had to take an emergency flight out of there yesterday and I didn't even get home until it was like 11 o'clock. Is that like, right? Yeah. I mean, Actually, I didn't touch down in Michigan until 11 o'clock. And then by the time I got home and like into bed, it was like 1230. And then I had to wake up ass early this morning. Did you fly into Flint or, or Detroit? I flew into Flint. Okay. We just, you know, you circle and circle and circle. So even though you're on the ground, you're just like still not moving. Can you let me off the ride? I've had enough. Yeah. Yeah. It was, oh, it was crazy. Um, and I mean, training went, went well, you know, there were, there were a couple of hiccups with that. You know, the, the colleague that I'm training didn't exactly seem as interested in training as she did before I actually came there. And it, it kind of, it kind of seemed to me like she thought, I don't know that this was going to be like, just like a vacation and it's not a vacation. Like I, you I had, wanted her to actually work. And yeah. Said, How oh, dare you? She's the one that picks the dates. Like get, get this. Okay. I asked her, what does her schedule look like? Because I, I had to go out there and I had, I had two nights and three days basically to show her what I needed to show her, teach her all the ropes and get her to, you know, be able to do it herself. So I'm like, okay, you tell me like what three days work for you and I will book accordingly. So she told me these dates specifically. And then like once they were, I was like, perfect. And once they were all booked and everything, she's like, I was like, okay, so this day we're going to go over this, this day we're going to go over this. And then this last day we're going to go over this. And she was like, you mean I have to actually like, I have to come into the office on a Friday. And I was like, yes, you have to come into the office on Friday. <laughs> like, are, are you kidding me right now? Like, you're the one that picked the dates. 
Well, I was hoping that I could work from home. Well, okay. Sorry to spoil your. Sorry to spoil your fuck plans. Like, <laughs> get your. You're ass gonna have to put pants on. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. So this whole emergency thing happens, right? And she's like, "Yay! I get to stay home and you know, work from home." And so I contacted her this morning, and I was like, "Okay, like, um, so." I'm going to teams you two blocks of meetings for our training today. And she was so fucking confused. And I'm like, what's the deal? And she's like, I don't understand why we're training if you're not here. And I'm like, okay. Okay, lady. I was like, well, first of all, we're training because it was scheduled, you know, like, this was a scheduled day of training. Just because I'm not there doesn't mean that we can't finish up virtually. So we're going to finish up virtually. I know that you're working from home. I'm working from home as well. We can just get this done. I can share my screen. You can share your screen. And like you can do it from the comforts of your own home. And she was like, well, yeah, but I just. It's like there's a, a snowstorm and I was just like, are you telling me that you can't, you know, because like it's it's going to be snowing outside for you like you that you can't. I just I was so, I was so confused on, on what her issue was like, yeah, you still have to actually work <laughs> like we still have to get this done. You should have already blocked out that that block of time out of your calendar I don't freaking understand what the issue is like I still had a schedule to maintain no matter where I was at that point in time but I guess like my work ethic is just like way different than some people's and you I mean you should have heard her like almost the whole time it was well like I get paid more than you know, like so and so, like, and and I like, I I don't want to, you know, I don't want to like move here because like I make way more money than they do, and I'm like, bitch, like, what kind of money are you making over there? <laughs> because obviously, like, like uh, my shit is way more. Like, for some reason, I'm getting the vibes that you make like way more than me. Right. And she probably should if she had this if she had the same position as me, she probably should because the cost of living in Chicago is way more than the cost of living in here. Case in point, the first night I was there, I paid twenty two dollars, twenty two dollars for a Caesar salad. That bitch has three ingredients. Do you know how upset I got about having to pay twenty two dollars for a fucking Caesar salad? I, Three ingredients. What the fuck? <laughs> like what? Listen, that it's all is, over your face. Like it's, <laughs> it's the worst. It's the absolute worst. Like I don't, I don't fucking get it. It is, it is, it is fucking lettuce. It is <laughs> cheese. You know, like not even like, not even like, like it's like. It's like romaine lettuce. So so for like a dollar twenty-six here, <laughs> you get like three romaine stalks in a bag. 
and in one salad is probably I mean it was a pretty big salad I'll give them that so it was probably like one of the three of the romaine hearts <laughs> you know so then you add a little bit of fucking cheese like parmesan cheese and this must have been the best fucking parmesan cheese in Chicago you know for them to be charging $22 for the salad and then you have the croutons which they didn't look like cheap croutons, so I'll give them that. They probably burnt a fucking breadstick or some shit and then had to cut that bitch up and then sprinkle it in my salad. And then comes the Caesar dressing. I don't know what the fuck they use for that either, but considering that this was like the restaurant inside of the hotel, you know, like, I, I doubt that there were any fucking chefs on staff at that fucking point in time. So I'm pretty sure that whatever it was came from a goddamn bottle. So you use that and you put it in a measuring spoon and you probably measure out two tablespoons of that bitch. You toss it and then boom, you have $22 of fucking craziness like on your plate and you're still hungry by the time you eat all that shit. But I was way too tired for that nonsense and my company was paying for it. So, I mean, I, I, I guess there's silver lining. <laughs> but I, I'll tell you what else. Like, it was like... um my hotel was like two it's like downtown new york like do you know, i don't know if you know where like millennium park is with like the bean yeah i do you, but you said new york you mean chicago shit i mean chicago i'm just yes. that tired yes M millennium park i know exactly where i've been to chicago several times yes okay okay <laughs> i've been to chicago many many times too but i never seen the bean so like really Yes. One of my, like, I was, I was there for like different reasons. Like I was there, uh, I played roller derby in Chicago against the Chicago Outfitters. Uh, but we didn't go anywhere near there. Like I went to this museum in Chicago. Um, I went there on a day trip with actually Kathy Wilcox. Um, just like an impromptu, we were supposed to go to the downtown hoedown in Detroit and we just kept going on the freeway and then we ended up we just ended up in chicago and it was really fucked up and like we went to the museum and all that <laughs> sorry to interrupt but yeah. sean google is calling my phone right now and it just made me laugh i'm like what if i brought him on the air but that would be funny hang on you could totally do that hang on hang on i would Damn not suppose i missed it hang on. hold that thought yeah this could be fun. Your call has been forwarded to an this motherfucker, system. are you kidding me? How dare he? Hang on. I'll try this again. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message. Is he like leaving you a message? He must be leaving me a voicemail. Um. Uh-oh. I'm like, maybe you should FaceTime him. Yeah. So he can see you. Yeah. Stand by. Uh... Oh, it does. He has one of them phones that doesn't have the, uh, the option for FaceTime. That's a bullshit. What a penis. <laughs> 
I wonder, is this? There he goes. Finally. Your call has been What? Oh my God, Sean. Sean. Amy, he sent us the voicemail. Oh. He sent us the fucking voicemail. Is what happened. <laughs> All right. What a dick. What a not. What a dick. Oh, he says. Give me five minutes on the phone with my parents. Well, motherfucker, you just tried calling me. <laughs> I hope oh. no. I hope everything's okay with the parents. Though. Jeez, yeah, yeah, for stuff. sure. He's I getting... would just reply, K. Mm-hmm. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so my hotel was like right smack dab, like downtown Chicago, um, and the 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 building that I, I, my company has a building that's down there as well. And it's, it was like, like two blocks away from the hotel. And so I was like, okay, so I, um, walked in the morning, uh, not yesterday. Was it yesterday morning? Yes, it was yesterday morning. It was like my first, my first morning. And I was like on my way to work. It was like, it was like, like 6 a.m., but I felt like it was 7 a.m. because it was 7 a.m. Michigan time. So I was like super, super early. So I stopped in between at this little bakery and coffee shop. And it's called Dollop. Just Dollop. Like Dollop Daisy. Dollop. And there I was just like, please just have like the best cup of coffee. It looked like an amazing coffee shop. So I was like, okay, I have to have like some sort of amazing thing. So I I look on there and I'm like, give me a honey cinnamon latte. And they're like, okay, no problem. And I was like, and uh, like a banana muffin. And they were like, okay. So they give me this banana muffin Well, they didn't even give it to me yet. They, like, kind of sent it down the line and was waiting for my latte to be made. Which I got to, like, see them actually, like, make my latte and, like, mix the honey and cinnamon. It was really cool. And when they gave me my stuff, my coffee and my muffin, they were like, here's your vegan, your vegan fucking gluten-free bullshit banana muffin. Like, all, all the shit. Like, all the gluten-free, all the vegan, all, all of it. Like, all of those names, banana muffin. So, I was, like, <laughs> I was, like, shitting bricks. I'm, like, what the fuck did I just do to myself this morning? Like, did I already start out on, the on like, the wrong fucking foot? I got some weird, crazy fucking muffin thing that's probably gonna taste like fucking cardboard and dust like all at the same time and I was like freaking out and I was just like fucking A like why can't I just order something normal and there was like a McDonald's that was across the street but I didn't go there because I was like fuck this I'm not I didn't come to Chicago and, and, and like to eat fucking McDonald's like that is gross right and so I, I was like, well, fuck my life. So I continue walking to to my building and, you know, I like have to find the text message to get the QR code to even scan it to let me in the fucking building. So I get up there and I start drinking my latte. Best fucking latte I have ever had in my life. That bitch was super delicious. 
Like, I wanted just to fucking stop, drop, and roll because I thought it was on fire. It was, like, it was great. It was a great fucking drink. So I was like, okay, now for the bad part. So I get my muffin out of the bag, and I was just like, this is going to taste like some ass, but I am fucking starving. And I don't know where else to go, and there's, like, no one else here. And I take it out. And I'm like, I'm smelling it. And I'm like, there's, you know. (laughs) And there's like, there's no smell to this muffin. And I'm like, fuck, like, there's no smell. It doesn't even smell like banana shit. Like, I'm I'm fucked (laughs) at this point, you know. And I I swear to you, I I took a bite. And I will be damned. If this motherfucker was probably the best muffin I have ever had in my life. It was so good. It was so good. I was like, how is this even possible? And like, there were, there were like bits of fucking banana. And like, you could see all, like all the banana in the muffin. And it was like super moist and nothing tastes wrong and like had taste and I was like what the fuck is this evil magic like he just basically told me in Michigan that this thing is gonna taste like fucking nothing like water stand by we'll get back to the uh the muffin story here momentarily <laughs> joining us right now impromptu is Sean Krugel who you will find on Wednesdays on power tripping through the 80s. Hello, Sean. You are live on The Real Podcast with Amy Sheridan. Well, isn't this a surprise on both ends? Yeah. <laughs> it is. Son of a bitch. <laughs> what's, what's going on? Oh, we're just recording some magic. That's all. Oh, man. And, and leave, it, leave it up to me to butt my big ass into it. I am sorry. <laughs> oh, no, we're good. We're being told the story of the world's best banana muffin and latte, which you can find in Chicago, Illinois, apparently. At Dollar. I don't know. I just got an invite to check out this place called Juju Sweets that uh, I'm waiting to try some of that stuff. So. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> That's phenomenal. Nice plug there, pal. You like that? I, I, did. I couldn't hear if Amy was appreciative of it no, or not. But she no. is. And it just dawns on me that you can't hear her because she's coming in through my headset. You're going into the microphone so she can hear you, but you can't hear her. I, you know, that I doesn't wonder sound if fair because can... she's probably calling me names at this point now, too. So, you know, oh. I should uh, probably let you get back to your guys' matches. But before I do, I'm going to be heading to the Back Roads Bar and Grill just before the power trip into the 80s show. <laughs> 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 on the 24th of March. Ah, I got my cheap plug in on the, the real podcast. All right. <laughs> Phenomenal. All while pooping, too. You, you, you never know what you're going to find here every week here on The Real Podcast. Oh, just sitting here stinking and thinking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, sorry to interrupt the podcast. Check out Juju Sweets. And Jason, when you get the opportunity, holler at your boy. Will do. <laughs> Later. Sean Grugel, ladies and gentlemen, who, again, you can find him every Wednesday here on Power Tripping through the 80s here on the PFC Entertainment Network. That was a fun little run-in. 
That was, that was, that was funny. Like, I, I can't believe he couldn't hear me. That was kind of sad. I but... know that, and it, it dawned on me, it was like, you were coming in through my headset, and like, yeah. I, but had I unplugged, like, my headset, I'm afraid I would have pulled the wrong one, and we would have lost the whole damn show, so. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's okay, because he can just listen to my show, and he can hear my reaction, so. You know, he does. He listens to uh, everything that, that comes out on the network. So it's pretty cool to have that support because usually, yeah, you know, you listen to your own show or whatever. And that's the end of it. He doesn't like he listens to everything that comes out. So you know, I have I that support with him. I'm, I'm a little behind on a, on a few, but, you know, yeah, I, I definitely try to listen just <laughs> It, it's not because I'm being an asshole, but sometimes, like, you don't want to, like, you know, duplicate other things that are on the network. So, um, when he had told me about his um, his heat, the, the heat is the heat on. Vent. Heat vent, yeah. It's a get off my lawn podcast. <laughs> yes. When he told me about that, um, he had you know, because his rants and stuff. And so I'm like, well, mine kind of rants too. So I was like, okay, what's your lineup? So he kind of like told me about his upcoming shows and I'm like, okay, so, you know, I, I just need to make sure that I divert, you know, some of my stuff in which there was one, there was one um, that was kind of like, it, it was very similar topic. Uh, but I would actually rather hear it from him now that I, I think about it because it was just one of those, you know, those topics and I'm not going to spoil what it is for you, but you'll, you know, you'll definitely hear that. But back to my glorious banana muffin. So yeah, yeah, I, I, I totally didn't expect that and it, it completely made my day. So like it, it was smooth sailing from there. Um, they do have... At, at my my offices, my company's office in Chicago, they actually have an espresso machine. But see, like I tried to use it, but then I realized the only thing that they had in their office, which is so bizarre to me, um, is powdered cream. And I need like cream just to cut through like the bitterness like like real cream and they had like powdered shit so i that wasn't cutting it for me i mean at my office i think i have like three different kinds of creamers so i just sucked it back drank what i needed to drink you know to get through the day <laughs> and then it was you know it was it was out of there for that i didn't get to enjoy any other you know like real uh you know chicago cuisine I did learn a new fact about sh sh like Chicago pizza, you know, like mm -hmm. us Michiganders, you know, we go to Chicago and we're like, oh my God, I, I need the Chicago pizza, which is like, you know, all the toppings and sauce and shit on the bottom and like all the cheese is on top, but like everything is on the bottom of the pizza and it's like this big, thick, deep, deep, deep dish. Gimmick. Yeah. So apparently Chicago people don't even like that pizza. Like, that's how you tell if you're a tourist because they don't even eat that shit. I mean, I love it because it's fucking gobs of cheese on top. Like, who the fuck? That's genius to me. And, like, right. all the shit is cooked inside. That's amazing. 
but apparently Chicago words, Chicagoans, Chicagoans. I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck that is. Um, they don't, they, they don't usually eat, eat pizza that way. They just eat it regular. Really? <laughs> yes. Yes. That's the majority of them. And usually, you know, they, I don't know, like when, when, you know, if they have any out of state friends, they're usually like, man, well, you know, it's just, it's just pizza. And we're all like, oh my God, no, for real. But greatest thing ever. I know. I can totally say the same, though, if I had any, like, people out of state come, you know, to Michigan, and they're like, oh, my God, I need to try a Coney. <laughs> and it's like, okay. Chicago? I mean, uh, Flint or Detroit style? Right. Like, wet and creamy or dry and meaty. You can <laughs> want. You know, I mean... I know that, you know, like Michigan food basically consists of like Verner's, any kind of Fago. Um, better made chips. Better made chips. Jiffy. Chili dogs. Huh? Jiffy. Jiffy. Uh, oh, the, Jiffy? Really? The muffin mix. Yeah. No shit. Yeah, I they're even... based out of Chelsea, Michigan. Holy shit. That's where my son's partner is from, Chelsea, Michigan. Really interesting. That's, that's where Jiffy Mix is made. That's cool. Great, great big ass plant right in the middle of town there. Small town, big ass plant. You do the right. Math. You do the math. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I I just I just found it interesting because you know like for me if if any of like my cousins or anything you know from like Tennessee comes up they're like oh my god I just like really want a good coney and it's like oh my god I can just totally go to Tennessee and also get a good coney like. There's there's nothing special about a Coney dog. They offer it everywhere. It's not like in Michigan, like we put fucking pineapple in it. You know, it it. I it's don't that know. Sprinkle that. of crack that they put in the uh, in the chili sauce there. Right, and like Fago. Okay, so Fago is good, but it's 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 Fago, like it. I just don't think, I mean, besides it being cheap, I don't think that there's anything like really, I feel like there's like another soda comparison to like, mm, no, there's no soda comparison to Rock and Rye that I've ever seen, ever. (laughs) So I can't say that, but like A&W has a version of cream soda. I can't really taste the difference between like a Fago cream soda and and like an A&W cream soda. You know, like, I feel like I can. I I feel I uh, Fago has always been my favorite brand of cream soda, and okay. I've tried a lot of them. A&W, Barks. I mean, you go right on down the line. Yeah. Dr Pepper now has their version of Dr Pepper cream soda. I hate that shit. By the way, like I'm a huge fan of Dr Pepper. But that Dr. Pepper cream soda tastes like garbage. Dar- no, you're you're absolutely incorrect. No, you are no, no you're wrong. I, you are fundamentally fucking wrong. Like I can't believe you would say something like that to me. Why would you say that to me when I'm in such an emotional state, Amy Sheridan? What the <laughs> fuck are we doing right now, man? Next thing you're next thing you're gonna tell me you don't like the strawberries and cream version of, of Dr. Pepper. And so help me God, if you tell me that, I am shutting this motherfucker down and I'll see you in two weeks. Did you just like do cocaine within the span of like three seconds before you answered that? 
You've been Where did that here, come from? You've been sitting here watching me for 33 minutes at this point. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we're just going to have to talk about food now. That I like the topic because I, I don't have time now for, for the regular topic. So that's okay because we'll table that. that. And actually, maybe we could record again sometime if we if we had time so we could just put out like some little bonus episode that'll be good yeah we can do that because we also you know we have uh sundays and thursdays open uh during the week so oh good y'all yeah yay <laughs> yay woo And better made. Okay, so you you mentioned better made chips. Like my favorite better made chips are this special dark. I love the burnt chips. I love that they came out with their own burnt chip bag. I think it's genius. I haven't seen anyone else do it. It's amazing, and it tastes. Are amazing. you shitting? No. They now sell bagged burnt chips like they take the chips out of the bottom of the oven yeah they have designed a bag they're called rainbow dark well how is it rainbow i i don't know are they colored are there red ones old-fashioned dark potato chips okay so my question is are the chips colored are there red chips? Are there blue chips? Are there green chips? Are there yellow chips? They're just burnt ass chips. <laughs> so why are you putting the word rainbow on there? I don't know. I think because, you know, it's like the bag is super dark. And they just needed something colorful to pop off the shelf. I think that's probably almost the, the exact thing. So they're just like, oh, let's just put rainbow on there for no fucking reason at all. Let's no fucking reason at all. Yeah, let's just piss more people off. I am What's pissed off favorite? about this. The marketing, of, the marketing, uh, it, it confuses me. It hurts my brain, and I'm, uh, I'm like instantly annoyed. <laughs> it hurts your brain. They're like, delicious chips. Why? 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 Please, let's get somebody on the phone from BetterMade and ask them why. Why do you have a rainbow on your dark bag chip on burnt potato? Okay, oh. hold on. Okay, hold on. Yeah. It says the story of a mm. rainbow potato chip. Mm-hmm. While George Crumb invented the Saratoga chip in 1853, he used table stock potatoes, the only potato that was available at the time. Those potatoes were often high in sugars and were cooked in batches of 25 to 100 pounds in kettles with direct fire under them. The result was often dark chips with a sweet burnt taste as a result of the caramelizing of the sugars that occurred during frying. Today, the rainbow or dark chip is an exception. Through the years, farmers, university agricultural departments, and private breeders worked to reduce potato sugar content and develop new varieties of potato chips. Manufacturers also developed large continuous fryers that uh, the oil heated in special furnaces and piped into the new fryers instead of a directed fire. 
The new potato varieties, along with the larger continuous fryers, resulted in a light-colored chip that many enjoy today. The dark chip became the exception and was removed or picked out from the process, which they should not have been discriminated against, by the way. <sighs> many consumers, however, missed the dark chips and was also would often ask for the burnt chips. Better made would collect these dark chips and package them as rainbows. And rainbows is in quotes. So like in 1853, these bitches would like name these rainbows. Um, is that because life in 1853 was all in black and white and the, you know, the brownish hue, like that's just what the world looked like? It was a joke. Never mind. Yeah, you just totally lost. I'm way too tired for that. Kind Listen, of because, you know, you go back, you look at pictures, everything's in black and white. Was real life in black and white? Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> Jesus. Let me continue on with my stupid. Please do. I'm riveted. <laughs> Supply was always very limited and the company was unable to meet the demand for these dark chips. Rainbows are a result of potatoes that did not condition during the winter storage period from November through April and were unavailable during the fresh harvest May to October. For years, BetterMade worked with potato breeders and farmers to produce a chip variety potato that would have the ability to yield a rainbow flavored chip in commercial quantities. Today, we are proud to bring you the new rainbow potato chips for consumers who enjoy the traditional flavor of an old-fashioned dark potato chip, enjoy. Can you just fucking enjoy it? It's like dark-ass wording on this brown bag that's got, like, the shiny film. I had to, like, move it. it was uh, I, as you were laying all this out, I'm like, wow, this, this particular product includes a mini book. Uh, in yeah. terms of their story, like who in the fuck is really reading all that um, other than you for the I show? Did. Well, I mean, yeah, but like, I'm not going to be standing in the middle or on the side because I don't stand in the middle of the aisle at the grocery store because that's an asshole thing to do. And I don't want to be one of those assholes and be talked about on the heat vent, which uh, appears on Fridays here on the PFC Entertainment Network, uh, be that as it may. I'm not going to sit there and read a goddamn story about dark chips, you know, and they just, but I'm glad to know that because that does shed some light on why it is the way it is. Yeah. Like why it's called rainbow. I mean, you were so confused, but now you're not because you know the story, right? Yep. I, and look, (laughs) the more, you know, you know, (laughs) which also includes a rainbow. So it all ties in together. I dig it. It does. It does. And I don't even care. They're just, I always look for the rainbow bag. So I think burnt chips suck. <laughs> burnt chips are so fucking great. It's like, it's like fries, you know. No. You gotta, gotta burn fries. How do you like your bacon? Crispy or limp? Yeah. <laughs> I enjoy uh, crispy. bacon. You, you enjoy limp bacon? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. You know, it's got to, I don't know, it, it's kind of like uh like meat. I really like, like, my steaks, like, uh, medium rare. 
Like I don't I don't want it burnt to a crisp, but I want my chips burnt to a crisp and I want my fries burnt to a crisp. I want my bacon limp. My meat's still mooing. <laughs> oh bacon. Maybe a new shirt coming to the PFC Network's online store. Lip bacon, ladies and gentlemen. Not to be confused. I mean, that kind of sounds, sounds like a bam, which is fun. You know what? Actually, what? um, I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be completely honest here because like we're real. <laughs> we're real on the real podcast. Um I'm pretty sure that the term limp bacon not made up but i'm pretty sure i got that term from somebody in the mwo when we all went out to breakfast and the waitress asked this person how he liked his bacon and he said limp limp bacon so that's always just stuck in my head because i thought it was the funniest shit ever and i want to say that that person is General's Dave. Really? Yeah. I I, I want to say that. I, I might be wrong, but I'm I'm pretty sure it was either I'm pretty sure it's General's Dave, but it, it's either him or maybe Bob. Bob Breckenridge. One of them one of them fuckers said limp bacon. Well, if it's Dave He'll let you know because I'm, you know, he he listens to the offerings on the network as well. So now that he has heard this, he'll I'm sure he'll comment or leave a message or something to either confirm nor deny your um, recollection. Yeah, it was one of those weird things, and like we were, I mean, obviously it was like fucking decades ago now, but you know it. I remember we were we were all out to breakfast and we all got, you know, like the eggs and toast and bacon and hash browns and shit. And it was either him or Bob that said, and I, I'm like I said, I'm pretty sure it was fucking General's Dave that said, I, I want limp bacon. And I was like, what the fuck? You know, like, holy shit. It's just so fun. Like, you want your, you want your meat limp? Limp meat? It was just one of those funnies. And then I just now, ever since that, like, I just copied it. And that's what I say. I like my bacon limp. I, uh, <laughs> you know, you mentioned, bre- you know, the MWO breakfast type or whatever. Yeah. And that's something that's been brought up a couple of times here in recent weeks by by different people. Um and I never, it was, and, and you look back on it, like at the time, I'm like, it's just like, okay, we get to the venue, we set the, we set the ring up or, you know, set up all of our shit and then we'll go to a nearby establishment and have breakfast, go back to the venue, work the show. That's right. Um, now for me at that time, it was, you know, generally it was a group of us. It varied from four to 14 people, you know, all depending on where we were at and what the situation was. But for me, it was like nut crunching time, you know, like we got to make sure we get all of our bells and whistles and, you know, everything is where it needs to be. And like, I remember having 
specific conversations. Like I had some of the most meaningful business conversations with talent during that time because we were away from the venue. And even though the table may have been surrounded by other members of the roster, but like that was my time with that particular individual. Um, I look back on that and I hear these different stories and recollections like that really was a very meaningful time during the day. And when you talk about the day of working and being a part of a professional wrestling show and all of the feelings and all the thoughts and all the preparation, and then you get out in front of a live audience and you get to do what you love to do to have that part of the day, the breakfast part before the first bell has sounded to resonate the way that it did adds another layer to what made that organization so special. Yeah. You know, and like we had our own place there for a little bit and like there's other instances that stick out. Like I will never forget. And I've told this story a thousand times. I will never forget going to IHOP or trick or slam in Brighton and fucking Andrew Steele ordering a goddamn cheeseburger (laughs) at nine o'clock in the morning. Like I will never forget that. And, but you know, that's, that's one of the very cool aspects for me um, in my position and my role to have been a part of that, you know, because a lot of, a lot of cool shit happened during during that time. A lot of good ideas, storylines materialized, but there were all, there were other times where I were, like I had some very personal conversations with with members of the locker room, and yeah. like that wouldn't have happened had we not gotten out of said venue or whatever to get out of that show day environment. You know. Yeah. What I'm well, and I feel like there's just something about breakfast. That's just different. There's not, I mean, how many people like just go out for breakfast anymore? You know, it's, it's either, oh, let's, let's meet for lunch or let's go out to dinner or let's meet for drinks. Like breakfast is this weird, sacred, special thing, you know, and like you're vulnerable. It's usually in the morning, you know, so like you're, you're tired and you're vulnerable and it's, it's kind of like you get the real person in the morning you know, and so it's, it's easier to relate and like, I I don't know, it's just one of those special, special things. And you're absolutely right. Like, one of my, well, it's, you know, part of my favorite parts of the MWO, it, there was just something so cool about like, it's a big show day, like, I don't even care, let's go for breakfast, you know, because you just, relax and you know like sometimes like we drop shit off first and we were just like let's just fucking go to breakfast yeah. before we start that usually happened in clio yes like yeah. we would take over the big boy in clio and wipe out their breakfast bar they were so pissed yes, <laughs> yes. oh those were such fun times you know in like in zil zilwaukee where there was like there was like nothing there nothing. was like nothing around and you were just like what the fuck um uh otisville I remember going to breakfast a few times in, in Otisville and, and lunch, you know, um, in between. I remember we almost got in a f- fight with, I think it was, I think they were called like MPW. Like they had followed us to like Otisville and was like flyering all of our cars and shit. It was really fucked up. 
but like we were all just like sitting around the table and just enjoying a meal together and being like we're gonna fucking kick their asses and fuck those guys and yeah we're we're cool you know (laughs) it was just it was just so so neat and so special and just so much fun because yeah there like there there was no characters there was no jade there was no reaver there was no basher you know there there was no everyone else like oh my god there was like so many people you know but it's like they were just Jason and Amy and Mike and you know uh the other Jason and you know like we're we're just people we're just humans enjoying a great meal and just in each other's company yeah you know there was none of the stresses that go you know you start getting into show mode you know that taps into like a persona yes in this in this environment you know we were we were ourselves in our most okay. authentic versions for the most part. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that's, it, it's moments like that, that you really do get to know who people are on the inside, what makes them really tick, not what they portray in a entertainment realm, you know? So right. that's how I got to know the majority of the roster on a deeper level, more personal level. So, yeah. Which was, you know, a blessing and a curse, all depending on who in the fuck we're talking about, because let's face it, we've, you know, had hundreds of people walk in and out of that organization from all walks of life. And, uh, you know, you got your good stories and then you got your not so good stories and just complete and total fucking wastes of oxygen. And then you got other ones that you really want to watch change the world, you know, because you just have that kind of faith in them. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. And then there's everything in between. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, of course, we sh- you know what we should totally plan like just breakfast, just breakfast, not have anything attached to it. Just be like breakfast and then only like, you know, select our special people and just go out to breakfast. Okay. We bring breakfast back. <laughs> I'm 100% down. Like, I, I had been thinking about, you know, there's there's a, a lot of people that I genuinely miss because I don't do the MWO thing anymore. But you also realize where you are in people's lives when you take that aspect off the table, who reaches out, who doesn't, who maintains contact, who disappears off the radar. And you kind of really get a, you know, you realize, okay, yeah, what real life takes takes over at some point. But at the same time, you know, if if you if you can sit there and spend five minutes, you know, thumbing through fucking Facebook, you can take a fraction of that time to send a text message to to uh, you know, hey, how's it going? How's things? How's life? You For know. sure. But you know, I guess that's what you call. Um, you know, you're you're trimming the proverbial, yeah, fat for the lack of a better term. Yeah, I mean, it. You know, everyone moves on with their life and moves in different directions, and that you know that that's okay too. It it just you know some people got to be a little much. There was that's <laughs> wrong. Stop. Just a little much. <laughs> um, <laughs> there was. It was probably about. I want to say five years ago, it was like towards like the middle of my derby career. 
I was like really starting to miss um, like my old MWO family, you know, like from when I was in there and, you know, I don't know if it was because like the girls in Derby just kind of got bitchier and you were just like, oh my God, these, these fucking women, you know, like I really just need some, you know, some MWO people around. So I had, I had really thought about, it was like around springtime. I had really thought about uh, going to Attica Park and just putting on this like little MWO reunion for like all like the really old guys, plus, you know, some of the new ones. And I'm just like, oh my God, that would be awesome if we could get like, like Jason Chaos and Agony and freaking maybe like AO and, you know, Sticky and like all those people and come out like with some, some newer MWO people and just play like fucking softball. Like yeah. softball games at Attica Park is amazing, you know, and to have everyone like bring some hot dogs or whatever and we'll just grill them at Attica Park and just have a good time, you know, just some kind of reunion. So I had I had thought about that and it was for like a week. I was like thinking how I could do it, how I could pull it off, you know, and then I started thinking about like responses like, oh, my God, like who would actually like want to want to do this and be interested. And I had I had messaged um, Tiffany and I was just like, hey, long time to talk. Like, I have this idea. And I'm just kind of like wondering your thoughts about it. And she didn't really seem that interested. And I don't, I don't know. Like, then it kind of started, like, I, you know, like, after that, it was kind of like a little seed of doubt got in my mind. And then I was just like, you know what? Probably no one would want to do this. Like, Maybe I'm the only one that feels like, you know, there was like this special era and then like, you know, I, I don't know. And then I ended up just scrapping the idea altogether, obviously, because you've never heard of anything like a MWO reunion softball team, but <laughs> I actually team, but just play in a game. I, I love I love that idea. And like there had been a few, especially the last couple of years that you know, the organization was open. Like I really wanted to organize something like that to take a weekend day away from the show, but still enjoy each other's company, yeah. do the cookout thing at a park, softball, kickball, some something simple like that. Um and you know, the year I was really going to get shit ramped up and do this, you know, COVID became a thing. Yeah. And then every then the bottom fell out subsequently. And so I never got around to that. And uh, like you, like I had put, you know, some time and thought into it and, you know, actually started making like a budget. Like this is how much it would be to get this and to get that. Yes. I was um, like, how many coolers do I have? Right. Uh, you know, like I was like really planning the shit out of this and tim was like no that's a great idea like who doesn't who doesn't fucking like softball right. you know and at the time uh jeff and jim were like playing softball and stuff like that and it was just like yeah it's like it's totally cool but then you know i just got that seed of doubt and i was just like people are probably gonna think that i'm fucking crazy yeah you know, you know? <laughs> but 
I think now, I think maybe if it was like you and Levi and me planning some shit, you know, like I think that would be enough. Because the majority of the people, too, would probably think, like, who, who the fuck is this lady? Like, I don't even know who the fuck she is. Yeah. Not the older ones, but, like, the newer ones would be like, no, I don't even fucking know who this bitch is. Well, I mean, <laughs> if, that's their, if, if that's their take on it, then, you know, then, number one, they don't appreciate the history of the organization, which they should probably have an idea about, because it's not like your name hasn't been brought up continuously over the years. That's number one. Number two... Like, I don't know about that. Well, I know. You know, because I was there. Um, As I thought, as as I had thought about that, because, you know, another thing of this, another sidebar, um, you know, one thing that I missed doing, that I missed doing MWO related, that I looked forward to every year was the Hall of Fame and Awards Banquet. Oh my god, I know. I love I loved getting all dressed up and it was it was so much fun cuz again, it was just with with people, like right. like your colleagues, but they're your friends and they're your family and they're them, they're not the character. Right. Those were so great. Such great times. It was. It was a good time. Everybody like they took the shit seriously. Like you said, they got dressed up and you know, <laughs> our fingers under the table. <laughs> We would win. <laughs> this is my year to get to the most popular wrestler. It's got to be me. No. And if it wasn't, majority of us were like still super happy for the one that did win. You know, like it was still, you could still be so happy for the other person, you know, and not be shitty about it. I really liked how like no one was shitty about it, you know. Mm, there were There were a couple of. You know, I got pulled out to the side or pulled out to the hallway and like, what the fuck, man? Like, I was... <laughs> You're blah, not blah, even blah, the blah. one that... No, come on. Oh, my God. Like, are you... I mean, are you are you registering what's happening right now? Because this might have been a contributing factor in the decision-making process. <laughs> you self-centered fucking prick. You bitch. You, Bring you yourself down bitch. a little bit, you know. Ugh. Anyway, so I say that to say, um, you know, MWO is in the rear view. That chapter of my life is closed. It's over. It's done. It ain't coming back. Um, I, now, I, now we have this. We have the PFC Entertainment Network family. And granted, it's not on the grant, you know, on, you know, numbers wise, nowhere near how big the MWO roster was, but. Um, I feel like this year where I'm going, I am some way or another going to have a PFC party during, during the summer barbecue, that type of thing. Yeah. Bring all the co-hosts out and their families and just make the day. Because we got skills and we all know that Levi's got skills too in planning that shit because Every year he's been doing that. I think like this is like this year will be like the third annual thing where he, you know, like he goes to that um, old folks home and like puts on that that big lunch. And it's like he he does all that like him himself, like he does the whole event. And that's that's so amazing to me. So, you know, just reach out, reach out to us if you need help. And like we will fire we'll get it done. 
Right. And you know we'll get it done. So any, anything anything you need help with. Other than that, we should probably wrap wrap this up. In a big bow. Big bow. <laughs> I fucking love you. Oh, my God. <laughs> with that being said, uh, we certainly appreciate everybody tuning in this week. Uh, next Saturday, you will get the latest edition of the Turnbuckle Time Machine. And then the following week will be... We will be back on here for the latest um, episode of The Real Podcast. Uh, check out all of our social media accounts, Facebook, uh, YouTube. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Uh, stay up, up to date with everything because, I mean, there's shit coming out seemingly every other day here. So, it's, you know, we're making some moves. We're making some progress. We're, we're doing the damn thing, as they say. Yeah, you're having uh, babies. <laughs> I was like, oh, do I have a new brother? A new sister? <laughs> you know, like, holy shit. They're coming from everywhere. Yeah. It's blessing and a curse, right? So, anyway, <laughs> with that being said, go out this week, be awesome to yourselves and to each other. And we'll see you in two weeks uh, with another new episode of The Real Podcast here on the PFC Entertainment <clears throat> Network, powered by Anchor.fm.